With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time Gospel broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio and study from His eternal Word. I trust that if it's at all possible today, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and let's study together as we open the Word of God again today in Matthew chapter number 14. Before I read the Scripture today, I do want to mention again our big camp meetings here throughout the year at Faith Baptist Camp at Resaca, Georgia. We start camp meeting on the fourth Sunday in June, the first Sunday in August, and then on Sunday before Thanksgiving. And the camp meeting runs Sunday night through Friday night, morning, afternoon, and evening services. We have dorms available, camper hookups available, and we're located about 70 miles north of Atlanta and about 50 miles south of Chattanooga, right on Interstate 75 at Resaca, Georgia. And you can go to our website and get more information, harvesttimebroadcast.com. But I do hope you'll make your plans and come and be with us in camp meeting sometime this year. All right, in the book of Matthew, chapter number 14, and we're looking at the story of the little lad with a little lunch who meets a great big Lord and has a whole lot of leftovers. The story of the five loaves and the two fishes, and we're looking at God's plan for feeding the hungry multitude. As we finished the broadcast on yesterday, we were looking at the threefold problem in this story. Number one, we see the period is late. It's evening time. And then we saw number two, the people are hungry. And then we saw thirdly, the place is desert. As we come to the study of the Word of God today, I want to take just a moment and make this one application and then move on in our study of the Word of God. Again, I remind you as far as the dispensation of the church is concerned, the period is late. We are surely the last generation that will live before the rapture of the church. I realize that the signs of the second coming are pointing to the time of the revelation when the Lord comes back after the tribulation period is over. But we're seeing those signs already beginning to come in place all around us. So the period is late. And then I mentioned second, the place is desert. Where would you go to get some real bread of God from heaven? And then I mentioned to you the fact that the people are hungry. And I said as I was leaving the air on yesterday that many would say, but preacher, you must be seeing something that I'm not seeing because all I'm seeing is that people are going more and more after sin and seeking satisfaction in the flesh and in the pleasures of the sin of this world. Well, let me say to you, dear friend, that a hungry person will go to no ends to find him something to satisfy a hungry man will even dig in the garbage for but a morsel of bread or a morsel of food. And the reason we're seeing so much sin in this generation is 
Sin only satisfies, but for a moment. You see, this world gets its kicks out of drinking, out of drugs, out of partying, and all of the things that society is busy doing today. But the problem is, they do not satisfy for any period of time. You see, if you're going to get your kicks out of drinking, then you're going to have to get drunk over and over and over and over again. If you get your kicks out of drugs, then you're going to have to snort more dope. You're going to have to pop more pills, smoke more joints, or shoot more needles in your vein because it does not satisfy any length of time. If you're going to get your kicks out of immorality, then you have to commit adultery and fornication over and over and over again. I want to tell you, dear friend, today, there is something that satisfies, and that is the bread of God from heaven. When I was a younger man, I sang a lot, and we used to sing a song that said, I searched for him and knew not what I searched for. I longed for him and knew not what I longed for. But when I met Jesus, I knew that I would search no more because he filled a longing down in my soul. Let me just say today, as you listen to the broadcast, if you're unsaved and you've tried all that the world has to offer and you find no joy, no lasting satisfaction, I want to tell you the Lord Jesus Christ is the bread of God from heaven, and if you'll take him, he will satisfy that hunger that gnaws in your soul day after day. So the problem we see is the period's late, the place is desert, and the people are hungry. But then I want you to notice the second thing in verse number 15 and verse number 16. Here we see not only there's the problem, but there are the proclamations. First of all, the disciples make a proclamation in verse number 15, and then the divine makes a proclamation in verse number 16. Notice, if you will, in verse number 15, what the disciples said about this hungry crowd and the situation that was there. The Bible said that they said unto him, send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. Send them away, send them to town, and let them provide for themselves. Now, we would not dare say that about a lost and dying world with our mouths, but I'm afraid so many times our actions speak louder than our words. They're saying, get them out of here. Don't bother us with them. After all, they don't look like we look. They don't dress like we dress. They don't talk like we talk. They don't love the same music we love. And they just not like we are. Send them away. Sometimes I'm afraid we forget what we were before God saved us by the marvelous grace of God. But then I want you to notice, they not only said send them away, but they said send them to town. And I asked the question, what good did anyone ever get spiritually going to town after dark? The disciples said send them away, send them to town. And then notice the third thing they said, let them buy for themselves. Don't burden me with their hunger, and do not burden me with their problem. Let them worry about their own problems. It's as though they're saying, we're safe. We'll make it somehow. 
Let them do it on their own. Dear friend, I hate to say what I'm about to say, but that is the attitude that many so-called Christians possess today. They do not care about the lost in their own community. They do not care about the lost across the United States and our country, and neither do they care about the lost around the world. They take that old philosophy, well, if God wants them saved, he'll reach them somehow. And if they want to be saved, they'll get to God somehow. Send them away. Send them to town. Let them buy for themselves. Don't bother me. Don't burden me with their problems. But then I want you to notice not only there is the proclamation of the disciples, which said, send the multitude away, send them to town, and let them buy for themselves. But in verse number 16, we have the proclamation of the divine. The Lord Jesus Christ renders his proclamation. Notice, if you will, what the Bible said. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart. Give Give them to eat. May I translate that in our common language? Our Lord said, don't send them away. Feed them. Do not send them away, but rather feed them. Now, I want to ask some questions this morning, and I want you to let God speak to your heart from his word. What good would it do to send them away? Where else could they go? Who else has the bread of God from heaven that can satisfy the hunger and thirst in their soul? The disciples said, send them away. What are we going to do? Give them to the cults? What are we going to do? Give them to false religion? No, my friend, Jesus said, do not send them away, but feed them. Do you realize today that this Bible that lies before me this morning is the answer to every individual's problems in this world. It is the answer for every saved person to go on and do the will of God. It is the answer for every sinner to find salvation and be saved by the marvelous grace of God. So Jesus said, do not send them away. Do not send them to town. Do not just cause them to have to buy and provide for themselves. But you feed them. Set them down in your Sunday school classes. Set them down in your Sunday morning and Sunday night services, in your midweek prayer services. Set them down in your Bible studies and feed them the bread of God from heaven. So we see the problem. The period's late. The place is desert. The people are hungry. Then we see the proclamations. The disciples said, send them away. Send them to town and let them go and buy for themselves. But Jesus said to them, they need not depart. Give ye them to eat. Do not send them away. Feed them. Oh, may you and I who are saved today and the churches of the Lord Jesus Christ, may we take that challenge from God for a lost and dying world. Do not send them off to the cults. Do not send them back to the world. Do not send them, my friend, to this wicked generation that we live in, but feed them. Feed them the bread of God from heaven. Give them him who said, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of God that came down 
from heaven. Share the gospel bread with those hungry and dying souls today. But now I want you to notice a third thing. Not only there is the problem and there is the proclamation, but thirdly, I want you to notice the plan. And we'll just get started on this today. But I want you to see God's plan Now, let's get the picture in our mind. When we speak here of the disciples, I would not argue with you whether it speaks of the 12 or of the 70 or of another number, but I want to assume it is speaking about the 12. And here's the picture that's before us. You've got the 12 disciples standing on one side, and you've got 5,000 men beside women and children on the other side. Now, if our Lord had turned to the 5,000 men and women and children and said to them, feed the 12, I could have understood that. Yes, that's reasonable. Go ahead and feed the fellows. You can do it. It won't be any problem to you. But you realize that's not what the Lord did. Instead of turning to the 5,000 and saying, feed the 12, he turned to the 12 and said to them, feed the 5,000. I've always wondered what Peter might have said to John behind the Lord's back. Us, feed this crowd? How in the world are we going to do that? But my friend, that's the story. That's the way it is today. To the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the churches, the Lord said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And the ratio may look almost as unbalanced as it did on that day. But I want to remind you, little is much when God is in it, and few can do a lot when we will work with God and obey God and let God work through us. Father, take the word. You should tell your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Again,